0: Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television (coughs) show podcast.
1: And I don't think we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're gonna (laughs) wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show you can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction events with Stephen and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP,
0: and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at cantdisappointpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show.
1: We sure will, even if you <laughs> beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you
0: smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more. attention
1: that we so desperately crave.
0: Yeah, throw, throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there. And we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast.
1: I've become agitated. I apologize. We'll continue this discourse at a later date. Good night.
0: He just needs some space. You know the one thing you love? I'm gonna kill it! As long as it breathes! It controls our life!
1: I don't know. It's a new season. How should we even start it? I feel like anything is, is not climactic enough. With a song. Okay, let's hear it. You brought it up, so you've got to follow it through.
0: Roxanne, Ugh. you don't have to put on the red light. Okay. Okay. Those days like are over. You don't have to sell your body to the night.
1: You sure Roxanne.
0: Don't.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Why is We're Sting here.
0: Jamaican in that song? Say what? Why is Sting sound Jamaican in that song? You
1: think he does?
0: Say your body to the night.
1: I don't think, I don't think that's how it is at all. <laughs> Sting, come on man. the show. Tell us what you don't were thinking. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, come back on. You know, we loved your performance that you did for us. I, I just want to yeah, ask that you. that great. Friend of the show,
1: Sting. Friend of the show, Sting. Welcome back to the show. Everyone that's listening, you're a friend of the show. Hi, friends. And welcome to it. Season three of Community. And season three of Community is one that I feel like there's going to be a lot to say about it. Because it's... A little different this season, and it's going to be interesting to pick it apart. And I'm excited to do it. I feel yeah. reinvigorated. Do you? Yeah, I'm super hype. I
0: uh season three and two are both great, but I remember you know there's a time in my life when I was watching season three. I was like, oh, this is like, it's it's just going up from here. You know, mm-hmm. it, I think the show looks a little different this season. It mm-hmm. feels a little bit different. Feels mm-hmm. a little bit like I don't even know if bigger is the right word. But I don't know there's either. Something there's a word. Maybe by the end we'll figure out what yeah. that word is. But there's something, something a little different happening
1: this year. I agree. And welcome back. We're gonna dive into it all. I'm White Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> nice. How you like me now, bitches? I'm Steven <laughs> Our oldest, craziest, most uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy friend. Welcome to you can't disappoint a podcast. Let's give a shout out. Right away to the man of the hour. Every hour at communities on Twitter, they we we suckled on their teat as mere muse, and we continue to do it to this day. They mean a lot to us. They've driven us in this show a lot farther than I think we ever thought it had the potential to go, and we're still going there. I think we're I think we're always striving towards that big, bright, beautiful tomorrow of podcastry. <laughs> and, and, and without at communities on Twitter's teat to continue to suckle on long into our adulthood, I, I don't know that we would be here. It'd be and great. I, I remember. Go ahead.
0: I remember uh, when Papa dropped us off for our first date and gave us a smack on the bottom and and told the the podcast community have him home by eleven. You know.
1: Was the date not with Papa? Uh,
0: this was a different date after our Papa date, but also before. <laughs> It's like a papa date sandwich.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Communies. I hope everyone enjoyed our interview we did with Matt from Communies. <laughs> uh, it would have come out yesterday when this comes out. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and we played a little bit of a prank on him. So if you haven't gone into that, do it. And the show is also brought to you by our $10 and up patrons. Steven, do you know the list? Um, we've I got. In you. What is is it Michelle Pena? That's really close, but no. What is it? Do you want to try again first? I have no idea. It's Melissa LaPena. It. Melissa LaPena. Do you know the other ones?
0: Danny M. Lugo. Yep. Brian Thurman. Uh huh. And Mary Baker Budisa. We were just
1: talking really briefly to Mary Baker Budisa before we hit. We were. Today. She gave me a call. I think it's time to find a reason to have her on the show again. Oh, certainly. It's it's been too long. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been almost a complete season at this yeah. point. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. Thank you to everyone who is on the $10 Nut Patrons. They're the people who help bring you this show every week. And honestly, it just strokes my ego so damn much that that it brings you this show on a weekly basis in a lot of ways. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think that... <laughs> Do you? I just <laughs> my my roommate cackled out there as you oh, said that. Maybe she's watching the pre-show she's, Big this fan. morning. Yeah. She's a big, big... Big fan. Um, the person yeah, who's I, appeared most on the show outside of me <laughs> and Steven, our, our most
1: repeated guest.
0: Yeah, unpo- unfortunately, their uh, segments get cut every week. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah, they're, the the tangents are, are are very are 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 severe. They they're, are. They're, 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 they're a little much even and, for our show. And yeah, they're hate fueled. So we, we figured it'd be best. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's great to be back. It's great to be here sniffing this season three air. Uh, It's great to, we did a great pre-show today that our patron members get to see. Well, it was great great for us. You should
1: definitely become a patron at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast if you haven't. Uh, It was great for us because Steven and I strapped on the old uh, Oculus Quest and played some ping pong. And it it had strong Dean Pelton, uh, worlds within worlds, Jesus wept vibes. Do you remember (laughs) that episode? Have you seen that one? Yes, I have seen that one.
0: That is at Jesus least, I've gotten swept. at least that far in season six. It's pretty he's early like,
1: it's got, And I see advertisements for something that's just like it, where it's like a thing that you stand inside of <laughs> while you have the headset on, like almost oh, like yeah. one of those baby It looks like one of those baby things. trampoline things. And, and I like, remember he's like scaling walls and he's yeah. throwing, and it's just for like files. It's just like the settings that he's trying to get through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's funny a funny stuff. one.
1: The people over at Patreon, though, really help keep the lights on, and we do that live uh, pre-show podcast, You Can't Dis show every week, and we just took a couple weeks off of that, but we're back now to it, as we're back with season three, so it's a good time to come start hanging out with us there. It's a lot of fun. We laugh a lot over there. It is, yeah. It's it's a little,
0: little looser, a little faster, but just as hot and heavy. Just as dirty. Mm-hmm.
1: And also on the Patreon, we've got some side podcasts like Nerdstalgia, which will be coming back soon to take a look at the iCarly revival with one Stephen Baker. Me, I'm there. if you uh, want more uh, content that's pretty much this, that'll be coming up pretty hot and heavy soon as well. Always stuff going on. Uh, You get this show early every week. It's a good time. And starting at five bucks for that, not bad. Not too shabby. $10 $10 and up, you get your name read out on the show every week, along with all kinds of stuff. We'll send you a lock of our hair, and it's up to you to guess from where on our bodies that we, <laughs> we snipped it.
0: You know, and if you hit a certain tier, I'm not going to say what dollar amount, but it's a very specific dollar amount, you will get a braid of combined of both Zach's hair and myself. Um, now, I have a stash uh, of his <laughs> hair. I can only assume he has a stash of mine somewhere, um, in case we ever need to clone the other one to continue the show. Uh, after the inevitable, untimely death of one or both of us. What if two I'm clones
1: were running glory. the show? We should get that set up. I, I almost feel like it shouldn't <laughs> be should clones. No, I don't think it should be clones. I think it should be like <laughs> doppelgangers. Ah. So people that look a lot like us, but not exactly, and they don't quite have a good rapport with each other. So our moms? But they've been hired to do the job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what if our moms hosted an episode... Which would be great, because your mom would
1: be like, um, (laughs) what's the show called? I don't know, man. That might be a funny concept, but it also might be a disaster. Yeah. And would probably, I feel like if it was going to happen, I would need to be far away from the room while it happened. (laughs) You would. Oh, man. Patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> we have a lot of fun over there. $10 and up also you get a, a signed community postcard. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, you do. That's pretty cool. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good i uh, It's good not to that be here. Asked. It would have been nice if you did. Uh, how are you, Zach? No, tell me
0: about you. <laughs> um, well, I'm about 6'1". I like sunny <laughs> days, but not okay. too hot and sweaty.
1: Yeah, like what's your max temperature of comfort? Uh, probably like 82 that's a little high for me i like it i like it nice and breezy i mean 78 would be perfect but i i won't complain too much i to would like be happy if it would i love seasons and and the beauty that comes with each season but if it could be like 70 degrees all the time I'd oh be, if i could live in a happy place sport. where it was
0: always fall i'd give
1: a lot for that you just got back from New Orleans a couple days ago. We talked I about did. it a little bit on our interview with Matt episode. Mm-hmm. But but how was it? Uh, that's such a romanticized city. Uh, what yeah. was it like?
0: Um, Much like when I went to Las Vegas for a competition, cities in the daytime look very different than they do in movies at night. I'll say that. Uh, but New Orleans was cool. It was a beautiful city. All the architecture and buildings are very, like, um I, I believe there's actually like the entire city of New Orleans basically you can't mess with the outsides of buildings you have to cuz it's all them. historic. Yeah, and so it's really beautiful to see all the different like colors and the way that the buildings are designed. Um Bourbon Street was just as crazy you'd think it would be. Our hotel was pretty close to it. We didn't do a lot there because gross, but um, <laughs> but going through it in the daytime, it looked like the day after the Super Bowl. There was just trash everywhere. So shout wow. out to the city of New Orleans for somehow cleaning all that up at some point. Probably day. every day. Yeah, there were like tra- trash trucks. Was it a weeknight or was it a going. weekend? I got there on a Thursday. Yeah. And it was like that every night. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was fun. The competition, it was great to compete for the first time in a long time.
1: Um, was the, uh, I, What was the audience situation like? Were there you was, performing was for full. a crowd? Yeah. Whole crowd. Cool. Whole did, was so I'm it. sure that really added to the heat of the moment. It always does. It did. It made it feel really awesome. It was so much fun. I'm sure. Because I'm sure it was fun. To, were you were combined I was about to say competitions. Were your comp- <laughs> were your competitions before this one uh on Zoom like on video? Um I did one virtual competition and we
0: basically sent in a video. Did that kill a lot of the fire of competing? Oh, yeah. And
1: when you got the results you're dancing, you were just like, like All at right, your cool. studio. Yeah. So well I almost I can't help but liken it to when we were in show choir and yeah. how there's a lot of heat of the competition then does it feel like that did you feel really cutthroat? Um I
0: have a really good relationship with a lot of people I compete against. I always try and like be friendly and talk to a lot of them because you know, we all work together and we're all in the same industry and I'm gonna see them at different competitions. But you
1: also wanna win. Oh totally.
0: There are definitely some people, you know, that I've had some rivalries with in nice. the past, you know. Um but it's fun. It's 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 good, uh, because I think that just pushes both of you to be better and to get better faster. You know, sure. definitely like asking people, you know, after the like, competition what comp they'll be at next and stuff like that. It's kind of like every competition kind of works like state fair band day more so than like a <laughs> okay. show choir thing. Yeah. Right? And in terms of like there's different rounds to get through and then there's like finals and then like finals, you're like give it your give it your shot or whatever. You that's know? kind of
1: what show choir is like too. That's
0: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Well,
1: I I, I didn't get to be part
0: of the show choir when we were actually good. We were okay.
1: Can I can I tell you something really Yeah. I don't know if you... That entire time we did the pre show today, Mm -hmm. uh, we were standing up in front of a camera and we were playing Oculus. We don't usually do that. We usually are sitting down during a video. Mm -hmm. My fly was down the entire time. The entire goddamn time. (laughs) My fly is down right now.
0: You can only get that on the Patreon, folks.
1: Do you guys want to hear the zip? (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: How was that? Did that play kind of understated? It it was pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so my fly's back up now. I feel I feel reinvigorated now. Now I'm really ready for season three. Okay, so New Orleans dance competition. Yeah. Uh, so there are a bunch of different categories that people competed. Yeah. Like how many categories in total are there? Okay, so at this
0: competition there were four professional categories. Um, there was, and I danced in three of those four so there's future champions, which is for people who have been with the company or dancing less than four years okay um, and so I fall into that category um, and i are you close to out of it? yeah, this is my last year cool um and so there's uh smooth, which is the dances that travel around a lot, waltz, tango, and foxtrot, and there's rhythm okay. that are um don't travel as much <laughs> and those are cha-cha rumba swing at least in okay. this division and i ended up winning both of those
1: well tell me divisions. you competed in several things right yeah so and tell then, me what they all were th-
0: okay so those were those those were two of the three okay and then the other two are similar okay but-
1: okay so you compete as smooth and you do several types of dance within it yeah you don't just compete as one of those no yeah the-, the
0: dances are all okay. together okay i'm with categories. you now yeah and then I did open, which, so normally there's one in between called Rising Star, but that wasn't at this competition because it wasn't like as big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just had open, which is where everyone can compete, right? So that's people okay. who have won world championships, people who are like at like a crazy level, have been dancing wow. their whole lives. Wow. So I'm dancing against them in this one. But that was um, the first time I got to compete with Danny, who's one of our
1: patrons. She's in the dance partner tier um, that we've mentioned before. Is she also in the tier where she gets at the combined hair? Or is that higher even than the dance? Higher even tier? than dance
0: partners here. That's okay. that's like grade A stuff. She doesn't like us that much. No, um, <laughs> uh, but that was our first time getting to dance together, and it was really fantastic uh, and such a fun experience. Um, from like the twenty thirty something couples, they just did an eight couple final. Mm-hmm.
1: So with that level of competition, we you know first one weren't going to make that. But do you get information? Because you were talking about people being like world champions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Did do do you get any type there? of indicate? No, did you get any type of indication like where you ranked within the people that didn't make it?
0: Um, we can check online to see somewhere, but I don't know that website to do that. You don't really um, care that much, no.
1: But that's a different story from the other categories. It is. You, you it already kind of buried the lead, but you won both of yeah, the Yeah, but ones.
0: I won both the other ones. Yeah, it was great. Got first uh, in, so it's basically like in the final, they um, are like, okay, you placed this in this dance, this in this dance, this in this dance, right? So we got um, uh, first in all the rhythm dances, and then first, and then second in the smooth dances, so... It was, we, we went out there and killed it and it was great.
1: That's awesome. I'm happy yeah, for you. And you cool. got time in the city real quick before we get into community, best food you ate in New Orleans? Uh, probably at a restaurant called Luke's. Uh, okay. it, I had this what type delicious, of they it had anything from loose. like
0: seafood. Uh, they didn't have a huge menu, which I liked, uh, but I had, Danny had a really, really good burger. Um, and then I had some oysters on the half shell that were delicious there. And now, I had... oysters
1: are a thing that not everybody's down for, but yeah. I love oysters.
0: Listen, in New Orleans, they have char-grilled mm. oysters, where they like, grill them in like Parmesan. That sounds delicious. so good. It, like, it would make you bust a little bit. It was delicious. The place
1: that my grandparents stay in Florida over the winter has... An oyster restaurant where they Ooh. just have like all these different varieties that come with different seasonings and cheeses mm-hmm. and like jalapenos and stuff and they're like charbroiled and I could rock they, with that. They you, at the bar you see them like cracking open the oysters and stuff. It's Hell so yeah. good. Yeah. So you yeah, had charbroiled oysters and what?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but I had this chicken that had like these potatoes and broccolini with it, and it would all like mm-hmm. had like truffles sprinkled mm-hmm. on top and a delicious like sauce with it. It was so good
1: man i want to cry really really tasty it was great it was great i i feel like when we get to go on our trip and experience some good food together i feel like it's gonna be very like master of none esque oh absolutely it do is. you feel that way a little bit when you eat i food? do
0: i really do that's one Will of be, my favorite like parts of that show is when uh, the love of food
1: yeah uh dev and arnold being yeah at, like, that's the, the cutest restaurant. thing i love that it's that's gonna cute. be us yeah Let's get into Community. The tele- Is there anything we're supposed to do before we talk about Community? It's been a second. Uh, no. We talked about I... us for a long time. Yeah, that's normal. And then we talk about the show. There
0: uh, we so, go. So, yeah,
1: we're talking about Season 3, Episode 1. It's a new journey for us and for our beloved characters. We're talking about Biology 101, which was directed by Anthony Russo. Hey, still around? Your boy.
0: And it was <laughs> written by Garrett
1: Donovan and Neil Goldman. This is their only writing credit on the show, but they were part of the writing team for a little bit. And Neil they, Goldman sounds really familiar. Neil Goldman and Garrett Donovan, they uh, they both wrote a lot of episodes together of Family Guy and Scrubs. That's why. And, okay, so on Family Guy, Neil is named after Neil Goldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like, Jewish stereotype yeah. guy. There and the on Community... Garrett is named after Garrett Donovan. Oh, that's and cute. And Neil is named after Neil Goldman. That's awesome. I love so they, that they like they, they left only their wrote mark. this one episode, but they're like in the blood of the show. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked you, about how. I'm so- sorry. Are you eating something right now? I ate a fry. You have fr- so we've at this point that we're recording <laughs> right now. We've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> an hour and a half. And we're twenty minutes into the podcast, and and, and you've got you've got some fries.
0: <laughs> world within world, Zach. <laughs> How cold are those fries right now? Um. Well, considering they're from last night, oh, room temperature.
1: Um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Neil Goldman. Whatever. Oh, but but you know, as as big a
0: part as uh Neil was in the show last season. Yeah. You know, he really left it important. Mark, I mean, and Garrett's a mainstay throughout the show as well. So I think, you know, they really did leave a mark on a show that we love so much. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Garrett, for all that you've done.
1: The episode also, it originally aired on September 22nd, 2011. Uh, We're getting close to the 10-year anniversary of these episodes.
0: Wow. I know uh, Kamini's always tweets out the 10-year anniversary for like the stuff from season two earlier this year that was happening, right?
1: Yeah, you're right old papa papa's Mm -hmm. always always got it going with the calendar
0: yeah he he really does have every single he's like this is the six-year anniversary of that time this is allison breeze
1: third cousin (laughs) twice removed death anniversary (laughs) that tweet's going out at 657 today the exact moment that her heart stopped in a horrific car accident I figured I'd use this clip of of Annie. Yeah, uh, Garrett saying crisis alert seems fitting to me. <laughs> Let's do some trivia. I've got four questions for you this week. Uh, I think,
0: if I remember correctly, I have one, two, three, four, five. Great, so give me two. Okay, according to Shirley, uh-huh. Starburns added a blank to his blank and blank. Ooh, a
1: lizard... To his, well, I know she calls him Starface, but that's not one of them, is it? No. To his hat, but some his, she says something something hat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. To your hat and face?
0: Okay, you're really close. I'm going to give you at least half credit for
1: this Okay, one. what was
0: it? Uh, lizard to his, I think it was funny hat and sideburns.
1: Okay, you think it was. I, it's we'll... either
0: funny or silly. We'll see. We won't, but we'll say we will. I'll remember. give me one more. Um, How many episodes of Cougarton Abbey did they run? Six.
1: Nice. Right to the point in British television. Exactly. How many hours did it take Dr. Kane to get his degree? Um, I have this one. 6,205. Good job. Then I'll give you a second one. How does everyone on Cougarton Abbey die? Oh, they drank some hemlock.
0: Correct. Nice. Um... Who did Pierce visit in prison?
1: Sugar Cube. That's Sugar another Cube. one of my questions. Nice. So what? Do you have one more or two I have more? one left. Okay, then I'll give you one. Why does Sergeant Nunez, played by the great Mel Rodriguez, we'll talk uh-huh. about him later, take the Dean's class vouchers as payment?
0: Ooh, I, I, I considered using this one, but I couldn't remember his name. Um, I had to look it up. He <laughs> wants to... He has to get his scuba certification. Is that Great it? job. That's nice. it. My last one for you... How long did Pierce huh. undergo soul rezoning ooh three weeks really
1: close i uh, that was a guess I don't know three months their summer was that long I was guess. it over the summer okay uh-huh all right well cool then let's waste no haste that was a decent that was a decent was showing decent showing yeah for our our first return back with trivia but let's see let's see if that sticks with the the questions we've been sitting in this week because it it typically doesn't No, we don't normally do too well.
0: No. Um, All right, we have three emails this week. Perfect for the start of season three. All right, this first one I'm going to read is from Danny. Hi, Danny. Um, Happy season three, she says. Hope y'all are having a great day so far. I'm in a rush, so here's a quick round of questions. First one, what was the monkey gas called? Ooh, chimpanzees. That's great. I didn't catch that. I think so. I'd buy that. Um Professor purchase Kane said or you to buy Jeff- that
1: that's the right answer?
0: A little bit of both. Okay. Um, Professor Caden said to Jeff, you and your phone and your attitude and your blank cologne. And your... Was it like fruity or like Fruit Loops or
1: something like that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I didn't catch that one either. That's, that's probably stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What's the security guard guy gonna use the course voucher for? Scuba scuba certification. certification. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Name at least three Dalmatian things in the Ooh. dean's office.
1: He had this poster that was like anatomy of a Dalmatian. That was one of those things with like explanations pointing to different parts of the Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I got. Did you get anything?
0: Did he have like a little Dalmatian bobblehead thing on his desk? Probably. Like,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy that. One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the and little dalmatian thing <laughs> or somewhere was a frame photo mm-hmm. of a dalmatian I yeah I, I, think we can I think we did it that.
0: and then she says extra shout out and love to my amazing dance partner and boyfriend for his major win this past whoa, weekend at the whoa, competition
1: whoa. That's, whoa excuse me what that's a, that's a, that's a scoop yeah I, uh, I had a competition Yeah, dating and I
0: dancing together <laughs> no uh, no <laughs> that's not the part oh yes that is my, my girlfriend
1: I'm enraged. (laughs) Have I been reading what we've been doing for the last year and a month together completely wrong? No, you've been reading it, right? We're boyfriends. I don't get kids these days. Throwing these terms around like they're nothing. (laughs) Back in my day, you're married and you hate your wife and that's it. (laughs) Hate or hit. But, yeah, that's a development that's been going on for a little bit and it's yeah. been some behind-the-scenes news. But, look, the love that you can't disappoint a podcast built. Right?
0: <laughs> I know, and that's true, guys. We're it just shows you. It. If you want a girlfriend, start a podcast. What's
1: the patronage tier? Is that above the lock of hair or is it – well, it's got to be Much lower. because Much <laughs> lower. <laughs> I think that's around the $15 tier. It is. We will date you for the rest (laughs) of our lives, perhaps. If you donate exactly
0: $13.37, you are mine. Okay, Um, finish the email. I had to be an eight-year-old for a second. For his major win this past weekend at the competition, I'm sure he didn't mention how big of a deal it was, so I thought I'd say it here again. Hugs, Danny. Well, I'm glad
1: you said that, Danny, because he said it, but he definitely undersold it, and it's cool.
0: Well, thank
1: you. It was, it was cool. Thanks for the email, Danny. And I give you guys a week. I got to be honest. Something, something about it. If just... she's lucky, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Those questions were not as easy as I was promised they would be. I don't think yeah. I answered a thing. I answered one, and it was because I had that
1: question. And if we know anything based off of Steven's previous partners, which are me, he likes mm-hmm. his partners easy.
0: It's true. Like Sunday morning. <laughs> um, all right this next uh thanks daddy email the the subject line says "D's nuts which means it can only be from peep review thank Iconic. you yeah um what's up <laughs> okay i don't think peep so you're gonna review have to bleep has reviewed this. a peep
1: since something <laughs> around 2017 i think that's correct also you're gonna have to bleep
0: 18. a lot of what i'm about to say so okay. just be ready um what's up you f-ing nerds it's your boy girthy c- oh shit <laughs> Uh how y'all feel about the musical opening for season 3, Mean Lean Deaning Machine?
1: That was all one question? <laughs> I think. Uh how do I Oof. feel about it? <laughs> I feel okay about it.
0: I think the funniest part is the Dean and Shirley wearing the same outfit.
1: Yeah, and Shirley being upset about it. Yeah. Britta dancing is not her... Oh, that's uh, the funniest part is at the end how there's a human being suspended over silk, like, floating above the top (laughs) of the scene. Did you not notice that? No. It's pretty funny. I kept getting distracted by uh, the Dean and then Britta's dancing. Okay, so I think this episode of Community uh, begins a new chapter of the series that I like but have maybe some things to say about that kind of tie in with the musical numbers. So I'll, I'll bookmark that for a moment.
0: Okay. I think I have a, I have a guess at what, at what it is. Okay. Um, okay. What does Starburn say to Jeff as he leaves biology? You want some Jeff? weed? I don't know. Uh, learn how to blend in. That's what he does say. Yeah. Um, how many Dalmatian posters were shown in the Dean's office? Nice. There were posters. That's at that's least like two or three. Us. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, what did they drink on Cooperton Abbey? Hemlock. Hemlock. Why does this episode give off. dot, 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 dot
1: weird vibes? It does. And I don't know. Is it the uh,
0: hands on the table? Is that, is that bothersome to anyone else?
1: My go to guess is that Dan Harmon was not doing great. Hmm. Okay. <laughs>
0: um. I can't think of any oh god. I can't think of more Travago sorry, <laughs> but S R Y is how they spelled sorry, so they've been deducted a point for that. And our sponsor um, this week of course is Travago. Travago. <laughs> We're still here, I think. Anyways, and in this picture of Benjamin Platt, Benji Platt. Oh that's disheartening. <laughs> Isn't it? It's a
1: close up. It's, I, it's a very serial killer. I
0: really wish that like the color that you were seeing was not so close to what I'm seeing as well.
1: Have you seen the trailer for the Dear Evan Hansen film? No. Is he gonna be in it? He's Evan Hansen, and yeah. they've like.
0: Well, I knew he was on Broadway, but I wasn't sure if he was gonna.
1: But he's like thirty, and it's about a high schooler. Yeah. And like all of the other people in the movie are closer to that age, and they've That's weird. like Is there a love interest. His, Oh, God, I don't know. I hope not. Uh, and uh, uh, Ben Platt has this makeup on, and it almost looks like they've computer-generated, made oh, him no. like look smaller, like scrawnier. <laughs> or like, I don't know what it is, but it does not look great.
0: Oh, no. I saw anyway. a TikTok that uh, was – there's a person that looks and sounds just like Lynn manuel Miranda. Okay. And it was supposed to be like, if Lynn got cast is. Evan Hansen, and he was singing the song about, um, what's the really popular one from that? You for knocking on Forever? Something, uh, or tapping knock, on knock, something. knock it,
1: tap, tap, tapping on the glass. Yeah, that's we that one. He was singing that, it was
0: funny. Okay. Okay, that was that one. Thanks. <laughs> you, you girthy c***. Uh,
1: <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time, <laughs> I'd heard that one. That's, those Steven. are two gross words put next to each other. Yeah. Mm. unless in the right context then it's
0: just right all right Ooh, here's an email from the study room
1: seven okay it's matt from community it is you you said it like you thought it was someone new
0: i well normally isn't it from the community's email gmail i I don't know i feel like it normally is um hi guys (laughs) looking forward to listening to your first episode about season three my mvp this episode is jeff you can't daydream about a huge musical number of things NBC execs wanted the show to do, attack a desk with an axe, and grow grass through your cell phone and not earn my top spot. Okay. This isn't my favorite opener, but it does a great job of setting up the season. Trivia below. Have a great one, guys. Communities, Matt, your loving father. I added that last part, but don't tell the You people. don't have to say that. He um, said it, guys. He said trivia. it. Trivia. Why is Sergeant Nunez? He forgot the tilde over the Scuba inn, Dad. It's scuba. We, we already know. For free. Yeah. We already been uh, done. What's we the name of the rap artist in the picture? Sugar cubes. With Come on, man. Sugar cubes. What does Leonard call sugar Jeff? Cube. Sir eats alone.
1: Yes, that's that's. I think that's right. Nice. Okay. And he Answer, says, "Shut up, scuba. Leonard. I know about your prescription socks. Socks.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. All hail, Sir Eats Alone." Mm,
1: thanks thank you dad for
0: giving we us did easy questions really
1: well this time i think overall yeah it's true i didn't do so hot well, i think most of i feel good questions, about myself as and usual, that's all i care about were,
0: we're not really answerable questions but i appreciate the but we'll take uh, them as wins yeah we will thank you we're not below that um that's
1: that's all of our written in questions okay well then let's move right into our next segment something that we and i mean you haven't had to do in quite some time yeah and it's been what two hours since we've watched the episode of community mm-hmm. now so everyone it's our favorite segment it's back for season three we're gonna find out as a country did steven did. watch the episode steven oh, i burped a little bit
0: this week watch the episode oh, oh i burped a little bit
1: this week <laughs> You're gonna have 20 seconds on the docket mm. to try to get whatever you can about this episode out from a lot. start to finish. Whether that means describing every event and trying to get through it all in 30 seconds, or just trying to get to the soul of the episode in mm-hmm. 20 seconds in the, in the time you have allotted. How do you feel about this Not episode? Not
0: super confident, if I'm being honest. There's a lot of stuff that happens, especially like. The first half of the episode, I feel like is pretty jam-packed. Well, before you we have
1: any more time to think about it, let's get it started.
0: I'm going to okay. count you
1: down. Three, two, one,
0: go. It's season three at Greendale, and Jeff's daydreaming about how different it's going to be without Pierce. But Pierce is back, so Jeff's like, okay, we don't need a study group. And then Jeff kind of is like, bye. And then and there's a new class, and it's biology, and, the, and the, he's, a, he's a hard, he's a mentor. And then uh, Dean, Vice Dean, has all the money, and Dean's sad. And then Abed likes Cougar Town, it's getting canceled, so he gets addicted to Inspector Space Time at the end, because Britta's uh, awful, but she helped. Stop. And then...
1: Huh. Let yeah. me think
0: for a second. No. Ponder that one. Fr-
1: uh, we could've gotten more about Jeff.
0: Yeah, I didn't get a lot of Jeff, I didn't get a lot of uh, Chang and the monkey stuff. That's true. But you got a lot more than I think you thought you were
1: going to get. Mm-hmm.
0: I had more time at the end to get the Brita, Abed stuff.
1: And we haven't done it in a second. I'm feeling generous. I think that'll earn a B plus. Wow, thank you! Yeah. Aw. Good job, buddy. You did Thanks. fine. Thanks.
0: Don't even really sweat nervous. it, bro.
1: Don't even sweat it, dog. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Randy
0: Jackson. Let's get into the episode. I call Zach Randy about Jackson our during sex. Favorite he calls me Paula funny Abdul.
1: moment of this week's <laughs> season three premiere.
0: Okay, I have um, a couple that got me. Okay. Um, I think the Dean's Homie Don't Dean that really mm-hmm. made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that every time that Troy started to lay into Britta. I thought that was pretty funny too because it was Troy doing it in such a funny way, especially and there's a classic line you're the opposite of Batman. That's pretty great. It's the
1: first time we got the most egregious uh, mm-hmm. Brita hatred. Yeah. But that didn't bother me in this episode. It was kind of I know funny. it's not your favorite thing. As it goes on, I think they overuse it, but mm-hmm. for this episode I think it was fine. I had two things that I picked out. And you know, a lot of things about this episode made me laugh, but there wasn't one big standout mm-hmm. for me. So there were two really little things that just made me laugh. One was surely uh when Abed was in his thing saying this would be a great time to baptize.
0: I me. laughed pretty hard at that too. I almost
1: I almost had that one there. I thought that was really funny. And my other one was in the end Joel's delivery of I have become agitated. <laughs> finish this conversation at a later date. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about this episode. It's, do you think it's kind of a, a weird one? It's
0: kind of weird, but I liked it. I thought it was... Honestly, I like it better than the... Um, Season 2 premiere? Um, yeah.
1: Brita's Marion Jeffrey Winger.
0: Now, I think that that is a funnier joke than was in this episode, but I think overall this was an episode that I liked better. I don't agree with
1: you. That's okay. And I think that uh, – I don't think this is a bad episode, but I think it's the weakest first episode of a season community yet. Mm. By a pretty big marker – I not that long ago, I revisited some of our episodes from season two when yeah. I was getting all the MVPs together. And with the one – the premiere last season – it was because it carried out. It, it carried after mm-hmm. what happened in the season one finale, and it wasn't very good. But I remember us saying a lot, and I saw us saying a lot in that episode that we were really impressed with how they wrapped up an episode, a storyline, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and a, in a in a way that we kind of liked from a storyline that we really didn't like what they yeah. did before, and they just totally blew up all of the relationship dynamics and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest issue with this episode. On on a, I have some issues with a lot of the meta commentary in this episode. Not major, yeah. But a lot of things that I think about the meta commentary in this episode. But my biggest qualm is that nobody, like nobody in this episode, is very likable. Mm. They're all kind of mean to each other. That's and true. And that's it. Doesn't seem like they're they're trying to push that as a storyline. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone came off very well in this episode, and it's mm. a season premiere. And this show is usually really warm. Yeah, and and I guess I have to comment that I feel like season three is where, so season three is the last like uh, a community at its fullest extent season because we get Mm -hmm. season four and things really change season four onward. But I think the bones for that are in season three really strong. Uh, I've I've kind of said it lately, but I, I haven't found the right way to say it that I feel like season one was community as its most innocent mm-hmm. because sure it had network people pointing their fingers in it but but it had the least outside interaction yeah. affecting it. Season two, they got a lot of good responses from season one they got renewed pretty handily people were liking it on Twitter so there's a little bit of in, an influx of like uh, mm-hmm. paradigms of human memory doing the yeah. gravity sequence that makes mm-hmm. me think that they're, they're starting to peppered in a little bit but not too much and it doesn't feel like uh bitter and I feel like this season it becomes very bitter
0: yeah the it's very kind of backhanded a lot of the time yeah like it's like oh we know that you want this so we're gonna say that we're like specifically that we're not doing it or that this isn't a thing yeah or this the, is
1: the earlier seasons have the oh we know this is a TV show vibe sometimes mm-hmm. but this is when we start getting where it feels like it's literally Dan or other people on the show talking to network executives Mm -hmm. or, like, hanging shit on the network that they're on through the show. And that could be really funny. Uh, The Simpsons is a really great example of they always shit on Fox on that show, and it's often really funny. And I don't know that I think it's unfunny, but it feels like a pretty major shift in the, the, I don't know, in the, like, heart and soul of community. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you see that at all? Am I crazy? No, I think that does happen. I just think it doesn't bother me yet. And I'd, I think – Oh, I remember watching this episode for the first time. Uh, I was binging it on Anderson Public Library DVDs, mm-hmm. so I probably went right from season two to season three. Yeah. Or no, I even remember I – had season two, but I didn't have the season three DVD and I was Mm -hmm. so into it and I needed to watch the beginning of season three. So I found like a shady website to watch it on back when that was a lot harder to do. Yeah. And it took me like an hour probably to find the episode. And I finally found it and I pressed play and it was this weird kind of trippy musical number that opens Mm -hmm. up the episode and it was so clear that this season was going to be crazier than anything they'd done before and i remember thinking wow this show is really going there and thinking this is why this show is one of the best shows Mm -hmm. i've ever seen but i've sat on that for a while and i don't know if i still feel the same way
0: Hmm.
1: let's Let's dive dive into the
0: episode cutie we said the same thing
1: and it's an easy segue because the episode starts off with this uh (laughs) With this musical number that, honestly, it is pretty funny. If you mm-hmm. don't pick into the meta commentary of it very much yeah. at all, like, just on paper, uh, just the way it's presented is really funny. Seeing Jeff, Jeff fly through the air as very, the very uh, first image of this season is really great.
0: Yeah, it's reminiscent of, like, the Falkor Atreyu type thing when they're flying, never-ending story. That's,
1: oh, sure. Yeah. Everyone's being carried by these men. huge, culty smiles. Uh, watching all of the people sing and dance is, is always fun. Mm-hmm. You can see the ones that are a little more talented at it, like Allison. Yeah. And the ones that are a little bit more awkward with it, like Joel and Gillian. Mm hmm. It's pretty funny, and you, I think you already pointed it out how yeah. funny it is that the dean comes in wearing the same thing that Shirley's wearing after Shirley's <laughs> had this big moment, and Shirley just feels uncomfortable. Even <laughs> even in this dream sequence, Shirley feels uncomfortable about what she's wearing because the dean looks better in it. The dean uh, looks
0: so good in it. Chen comes One out of my trivia questions, money, yeah, was almost you know who wore it better, but as beautiful as a vet is, I think that.
1: I don't know. It's a tough call. Yeah. Jim Rash is wearing it really well. It's really tough. <laughs> Chan comes out wearing a literal suit of money. <laughs> and I think it's in reference to The Hangover 2 having come out mm-hmm. before season three and it having made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And it really catapulting Kin Jong super into stardom. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of them hanging shit on Ken or letting him kind of make a joke on himself out of wearing this money suit. Yeah. And it all adds up to them dancing in the, in the cafeteria. It's fun watching them do this group choreography. And like I said, <laughs> Ken, you know, isn't quite a dancer like the way the other ones mm-hmm. are. But they all sell it really well. And they said on the commentary that when they do stuff like this on the show... That it's not this type of show so they get people to choreograph it and teach choreography but it's not something that they're doing at work all the time Yeah. so it's always taught really haphazardly that's and, and they don't really know what they're doing when it's <laughs> it. they probably learned this on the day that they're doing yeah. it, you know and i think it turned out pretty well knowing that but it's Honestly, funny it to did. it's funny to see that that's what they did yeah you're a dancer what's your critique what do you think of it um
0: i think that Danny Pudi Allison Brie and Donald are definitely the 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 three stars of the group dance wise and like rhythmic wise. I agree. Um, Allison's probably the best dancer for sure of the group. Um, <laughs> Britta is the worst one of everyone, even worse than Jeff. She, but it's just because like I'm sure she doesn't know it very well, and so she's just like really trying to do it all. <laughs> it's very funny, but overall, to have that many people do anything is really tough. So
1: the choreography is kind of cute, and yeah. silly. And there's this big. Everyone uh, sells it. I mean, look at ex- the
0: smile on Jeff's face.
1: Yeah, this big explosive <laughs> ending with streamers shooting out, and I love the suspended human being at the top of the screen that that's in a ribbon, like, like 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 what you see on on America's Got Talent or yeah. something. And it reveals that it was all a dream sequence of Jeff, which I don't <laughs> really get. Mm-hmm. Do you get that?
0: I think it's supposed to be them saying that like Jeff's kind of Jeff going is- crazy. Well, I was even thinking more so that it was like he's just so excited that Pierce isn't there anymore and everything's going to be like nice and he'll get to
1: bone Annie, I guess. I don't know. I like most of the jokes in this opening scene around the study table. I thought this was pretty nice.
0: There's one that I don't like, but I'm not 100% sure they were trying to make that joke. And
1: it happens in a second. Okay, so they're talk- They're picking up right off the heels of season two, talking about how Pierce has gone and whether or not. Well, how the study group's going to be different without mm-hmm. Pierce.
0: Um, okay, and here, speaking of fi- figuring things out, Abed and I have an announcement. Troy says, and then everyone kind of looks at them like they're expecting them to say that they're like together. Yeah, and that they, so they moved into each, moved in with each other. Not my favorite one, just because I don't ever think that that. I don't know. I get they're really good friends, but I don't think they ever like give off that sort of vibe. But you know,
1: now there's a strong there's a very strong section of community yeah. fans that feel opposite about that. Tra- is
0: it do uh, Trobed or something is out there called Trobed? Trobed. Yeah. And
1: I this joke doesn't really bother me because they've done other things about it where um, uh, they say something weird and everyone gives them that look, and mm-hmm. Abed says they're just jealous. Yeah, And there's they have little moments like this all the time, and I'd, I don't know. I'd, it didn't bother me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Britta looks, like, disgusted. I guess yeah. I don't like that very much. And Annie kind of, after they say they're not living together, Annie kind of like, oh, good. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's a little weird, the way that the reactions are. That's, I
0: think, more so less in the joke. I think that the setup and the, like, doing of it wasn't very good.
1: I like the idea that they have a registry for having moved in together, <laughs> and it's at linens and things. They have linens. They want the things. I think that's pretty funny. And then the Dean. I want to talk about the Dean for a second because season three marks the beginning of Jim Rash being a season or a series yeah. regular on the show. He is added to the opening sequence in this mm-hmm. episode. It's the first time he has been. And the Dean's featured pretty heavily in this episode. Mm -hmm. And I've made it very clear that the Dean is my favorite character on the show. And I don't think anything's going to change that. Yeah. But do you think they use him too much? No. I almost do. Wait,
0: in this episode or in general? In this episode. Oh. Um. I thought that he was the funniest part of the
1: episode. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, obviously anything Jim Rash does is really great, but his plotline in this episode, I could have done maybe without. Yeah,
0: I think they could have put it in any episode.
1: I don't know. That's what I was saying. I, I don't know. Uh, well, as, I I don't love I, I it. I guess not going to disagree yeah, on some stuff well, this week. Yeah, that's I think fun. so. I do like his entrance here, and this scene is really great because of how much him uh, coming off really serious and put together mm-hmm. now is... Like him playing a character. like It's as much yeah. him wearing a costume as any of the other costumes he wears. If anything, when he's wearing a costume, he's in his own skin, and now he's wearing this costume. And it's pretty funny. Troy asks him if he's in a play.
0: <laughs> now, they make a Breaking Bad reference later on in the show. Was this supposed to be a Brian Cranston thing, too, because he was tougher?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: I wasn't sure if they, maybe they said something about that in the commentary, but no, I didn't, didn't think about I it until just now.
1: I don't know if that's a thing. That might be mm-hmm. thinking a little too much into it, but this show does stuff like that. It very well could be. I'm going to be a mean, lean, deaning machine. No more paintball. No more spaceships. No more trampolines. I really like his bit here Mm -hmm. that uh, this is meta commentary, but it doesn't bother me quite as much. Mm -hmm. I get the Dean. It's more that I don't need all the characters talking about it the way that they were. The the Dean coming in and saying something like this is funny. That he he is having a crisis of personality. So he feels bad about how crazy Greendale's gotten. (laughs) He's the one that's going to run a tight ship. That's not like outside forces are telling us to be serious, so mm-hmm. we're going to be serious, right? Yeah. And as soon as he's talking about how things are going to be better, there's noises and he comments on them. And it's Annie's boobs, named <laughs> after Annie's boobs, in the vents. It's the monkey that lives in the vents. And, and everyone says it as it's just like a normal thing at Greendale that's not even talked about. Yeah. The way Troy brings it up, the monkey being in the vents isn't like his punchline. It being named Annie's boobs is like the thing that he's <laughs> focused on. Nobody really cares that there's a that monkey in the But this is the kind of national lampoonery. <laughs> Homie, don't deem this. You like that one? That Yeah, that one made me laugh. I like that. And, and the touch on, yeah, on Jeff. A really that classic was, touch on mm-hmm. Jeff's shoulder. The first Britta's kind of an idiot now joke comes when Britta's like, come on, guys. We, I don't want to be a screw-up. Uh, let's get to biology. But she's got a chemistry book. This is a joke I could have done a little bit without. It, yeah. It makes Brita come off. I'm okay with her kind of being the the one in the group that everyone finds to be a buzzkill, mm-hmm. but I don't think she needs to be stupid. I agree. And they could have made it they could have made this joke and like her books got mixed up or something, but it it just seems more that Britta is literally this dumb now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't love that. They comment again on how it's weird to do things without Pierce, and Jeff gets a line that's him a little unhinged. But I really like the way Joel delivers mm-hmm. his list of old, crazy, racist, old, crazy, <laughs> talking about Pierce. He's gone. He's never coming back. And then Pierce is, of course, right there. I'm back. <laughs> now I want. Chevy say looks something- great. Uh, Chevy looks different. Uh, you think he looks great? I think he looks,
0: I mean, I think everyone looks a little better, but especially him, he's got like a tan, looks like he's standing up straight, looks like he's lost a little bit of weight from the he's, season before. You think so? I almost thought he looked weird.
1: I feel like he's lost hair. Maybe. I don't know what it is, but for some reason I thought, maybe I like Chevy looking, a, I don't know, he looks weird <laughs> to me. <laughs> Why can't we agree on anything in this one?
0: I don't know. Season three, the the year of us not agreeing.
1: Do you think we'll make it through it? I hope so, baby. <laughs> uh, one thing that I noticed about Chevy watching this episode several times, this is one of the first times that it felt like a lot of the shots of Chevy were really pasted in like as if they did they were like really secluded close-up shots as if Mm. they get what they can out of him and they make that work into the episode i got a couple of like weird insert shots of him that i'll try and pay a little more attention to that not always but a couple of times pierce has has had a a a summer of of learning and of of change and of, of spiritual reawakening i always like references to the laser lotus community yeah it's great and he opens up the concept that this episode kind of delves into that maybe the table is magic. And he's saying it because it's some, like, hippie cult bullshit, mm-hmm. but it sticks with Jeff. Yeah. Because he's kind of going through a crisis of personality, too. And they're all kind of having a nice reintroduction, and Jeff, like, breaks and yells, damn it! And I don't know. What do you what What do you take off of Jeff in this episode? I think that Joel does a fantastic job in this episode. Yeah, I agree.
0: I think that... that- Jeff is kind of losing it. I think he's been here at Greendale now. This is his third year. He probably didn't expect to be here this long. He thought that he was done with Pierce and was going to be Do you think that's what it is, that he just well, really I hates think, Pierce that much? I think that it's because Pierce then left on Pierce's terms, and I think that probably hurt Jeff a little bit, honestly. And so now Jeff's acting out. And so he probably does hate Pierce right now that
1: much, even if it's not real. Interesting. Yeah, he lashes out, and he he walks it back, but he, like, loudly lashes out mm-hmm. at, at Pierce. Uh, and oh, he's like, oh, no, wait, Pierce can't be in the group because we're all in biology, and you're not in biology. And now we kind of bring up the idea that I think smart to do in season three is that, well, aren't these people just kind of friends at yeah. this point? They've been at school together for two years. They've gone through quite a lot of stuff together that has nothing to do with their class. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just all friends. Yeah. But it's kind of, and Jeff kind of brings that up, but it's in a way to get Pierce out of the room so they can study. Uh, he pulls out the, we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> yeah, that's He's fine. denying that there's any magic in the study room table, but there is some sort of, like, I don't know, that's the heart of the study group, them all being together at the, at the study exactly. room table. So excluding Pierce from it does change things, even if they're saying, well, we're friends and we'll hang out. Yeah, I think that that's kind of a... A dick
0: move by Jeff here, which is not surprising, but he had kind of gotten away from that in season two. I think he had a lot of character growth, and this is him kind of <laughs> not cracking. being able to put up that. Yeah, he can't keep that up anymore. He's he's had enough.
1: Uh, I thought the bit where everyone high fives Pierce as they leave the room was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Not super weird. It just kind of went on a little too long. But then I like Chang uh, bursting out of the vents in it. He's full on just living in the vents now, <laughs> and he's worried that Pierce is going to tell the monkey. So he, he tells him not to tell the monkey that he's living in there because the monkey will be pissed if he finds out.
0: How do you like Chang in this episode? He's he's divulging into that crazy Chang that we you know he always has been, but it's it gets you know, I think starts taking another turn. A popular
1: term in television talk is flanderization, where a character kind of becomes a cartoon character of themselves as the show goes on and on. All shows do it, all the side characters on The Office Mm -hmm. within a couple of seasons. If a show makes it long enough, especially the side characters, they become a little silly and cartoony. And this is the beginning of Chang becoming that. And in season... For, and honestly in this season, they do it in some ways that I don't like very much. Mm-hmm. That being said, I thought Ken was really, really great in this episode. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so he too. really committed to everything that he had to do in it. And I thought he was really funny. Especially mm-hmm. his stinger at the end that, of course, we'll get to later. Yeah. I thought he had some really, really, really strong moments in this one. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way? Do you think it was I do. A
0: good I do think this was a good Chang episode. And I agree with you that I really don't like some of the stuff that they do with him um later on in the show and I'm sure it starts in this season. Well um, I, I know for a fact
1: the Chang taking over the school as a dictator storyline that comes mm-hmm, towards the end of this, this season. Yeah. I have almost as much disdain for that as I do with some of the stuff in season four that I like the least. Mm. It's just too far too far removed. I don't know. We'll, yeah obviously we'll get to that when we get to it. Season three has some of the series best episodes but it's kind of a complicated season. It is. After the theme song with Jim Rash added to it, and well deserved, mm-hmm. I think it was Kevin who said on the roundtable that you know season three they were like we've got to lock that guy down. He's obviously yeah. the best part of the show. We gotta get. We gotta get Jim special Rash.
0: hat and sideburns, not funny hat.
1: Special hat and sideburns. Shirley's talking to Starburns here, and, yeah, he's added uh, a lizard to his vest and hat and sideburns uh, motif. What do you think about the lizard?
0: You know, I think it adds something to it. It gives him a pop of color, but not too much. You know, it keeps his cool guy image. Good for yeah. you, Starburns.
1: I like Shirley's little bit talking to him. In fact, I think Shirley has some good moments in this episode. Yeah. Even if she doesn't really have anything to do, I think she's featured pretty well. Mm-hmm. And we're about to – not quite yet – uh, so I like the line where Starburn says Well no one's really worried about the guy underneath, are they? And Shirley says, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right to the man's face. Nobody gives a f about you, Alex. <laughs> Jeff and Annie are talking about what they did with Pierce. Annie, because she's always the one that's sensitive to Pierce and 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 feels bad for kicking the guy out, uh, Uh, It feels bad that they've they've just kicked him out of the group and and feels like Pierce has gone through some stuff and maybe he's doing better and they should Mm -hmm. let him back in. But Jeff, as Jeff tends to do whenever the group disagrees with him on anyone, whether it be Rich or – I don't know. I feel like it's happened several times that the the study group really likes someone and Jeff is instantly like, no way –
0: yeah, I really like the uh, costuming for the study group, especially at this part in the episode. I think that everyone really has their own style. Abed has on his robot shirt, right. Annie has her stuff. Troy is wearing like a yellow shirt, and Britta and Shirley look great. But then Jeff looks so kind of disheveled; his beard's growing right. in in a non-manicured way. Like he's like this breaking has been you know going on longer than today. You know it seems, and he's like not dressed up at all. He's not even wearing you know an expensive t-shirt probably, uh, <laughs> but I he think- he stands out from the group as
1: kind of losing it a bit I think Jeff having stubble kind of sticks for the rest of the series now I don't Mm -hmm. think he's quite as clean faced so I don't know if that's intentional but Mm -hmm. I agree with you that it works really well aesthetically it does look like he's been kind of sitting alone in his apartment especially next to
0: Annie who like is with the pink she has on it's a very like staunch difference
1: and almost I don't really like the leather jacket that Jeff was wearing in the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. but maybe if you want to read into costuming that's something like Jeff has not been feeling very good, so he wore a leather jacket, so he yeah. could kind of dresses the cool guy that he feels like he needs to be when he goes into the study room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Totally. So they kind of have a disagreement about Pierce. We, we've had this conversation a thousand times. Uh, uh, the The dichotomy of Pierce is, is he crazy because we exclude him, or do we exclude him because he's crazy? Mm-hmm. And I feel like usually the study group is right to exclude Pierce. Yeah. But he's an old, lonely guy that's reaching out for friends, and these people have history now, so excluding him feels personal. It's a mm-hmm. tough issue. It
0: is, because I think Pierce says and does some terrible things, and they're within every right to not want to be friends with Pierce, but at the same time, they do care about him. You know, so it's tough.
1: Let's talk about now we get uh, the beginning of Abed and I guess kind of Troy's, what, CD story for the episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably c- uh, C
0: story. C or D? Because we've got.
1: Jeff in the group, in the dichotomy of the group, the Dean. Then we've got this. Yeah. And. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the C story mm-hmm. uh, where Abed is immediately upset when he finds out that Cougar Town has been taken off the the schedule of the network it's on and pushed to mid season, which is usually what networks do with shows that they're pretty sure are going to get canceled this year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put it in the gap from whatever new show gets canceled this year after yeah. it, it gets canceled, uh, which was – Season 3 is the season of community where halfway through it or so, NBC took it off the schedule and mm. nobody knew when or if it was going to come back. That's when like we talked with Matt the like uh, people singing oh Christmas Troy with yeah. with darkest timeline beards on outside 30 Rock. That happened during this time when the show was on okay. hiatus and they're kind of making a joke about that happening to another show having That's no wild. idea that that was about to happen to their own show or maybe they thought NBC they'd-
0: said We'll show you, Dan Harmon.
1: Yeah. And we definitely, community fans, I wasn't watching live season three, but community mm. fans were all like, don't worry, buddy, it's coming back in January. Come on. <laughs> come back. Feel good. But what do you think about this storyline? Do you like it? It's pretty slight.
0: I do like it because I think it continues the Cougar Town love that Abed has in the last season that clearly he, you know, it's so important to him. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's nice because it kind of shows how um, both – how much it sucks when a show gets taken off the air, but also how you can immediately find something else. So, you know. And and it starts the Inspector Space Time thing yeah. that gets used so much more later on, so I
1: like it. But, man, community is getting complicated because Inspector Space Time does kind of go on to be a thing that they do too many times. And then in yeah. Season 4, it's annoying. And also, I do feel like, man, I'm not trying to shit on this episode because there are a lot of things I like about it. But it's the beginning of when community gets complicated, uh, and, and I, I don't exact I feel like they flanderized Abed a little bit too. Mm. Yeah, him kind of just like
0: shutting down there because he can't watch Cougar Town is a little much.
1: And that's kind of a plot line with Abed later in the season as they get into like the dreamatorium stuff, he like mm-hmm. shuts down. So maybe they're trying maybe I can give them credit and say that they're trying to to uh kind of build up to that in a way or or flash forward to that with something slight in this first episode. But it feels a little bit like they're otherizing Abed, like he's the mm. robot, so they act, they treat him like a robot, when before this, they've done so well, at, he's a person underneath it, and in this one, he's not really. Yeah. But I do like here, we get in this season, the theme of the study group, who's always the center of attention, what they look like to other people while they're making themselves the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Professor Kane, Dr. Kane.
0: Oh I think he's great
1: that we meet in this episode. I very much agree. I think he's great. The actor's name is Michael K. Williams. He was mm-hmm. on the wire and Boardwalk Empire two really big prestige dramas. Uh, yeah. I think he brings a lot of weight to this this role and he feels like a real guy, a real teacher without feeling too like goodwill huntingy or something. Mm-hmm. you know he feels like a real grounded guy who demands respect as soon as he starts talking.
0: Yeah. I I like his character a lot. I think that it was a great casting and that he just nails it.
1: I like all of the things he says in his opening speech that he's trying to give about mm-hmm. the word life and, and how he was given 25 years – to life and and the blade of grass through his jail cell, but it's juxtaposed with this super (laughs) cringy bit of Jeff and, by proxy, the group, having to make every situation about them. Mm -hmm. First, Jeff's phone is ringing, and he makes a big because that happens in class sometimes, it's yeah, you turn off your phone, whatever, but he makes a deal out of turning on his vibrate, and then his vibrate is loud, and he makes a deal about turning off his vibrate and turning off his phone, which is Mm -hmm. even louder. It's douche. we're back to douchebag Jeff a season yeah, we one are. a little bit in this episode. I think, though, the difference is that the show knows Jeff is being a douchebag, whereas mm-hmm. in season one he was supposed to be likable and rugged. Well, and uh, I think
0: the study group knows he's being a douchebag, too, which is a big difference.
1: And especially, I guess, if you put that up against how Pierce has appeared like he's gone through some change. Mm-hmm. and apparently so has jeff too and how that makes them look at the two of them so all of the stuff with jeff though it gets him rightfully kicked out of the class mm-hmm. and uh have you were you ever kicked out of a class dramatically? oh yes i don't think i ever was and I i've been be a kicked out of class. In class but you were really a smart ass in class well he wasn't was a really endearing to all of us that were, were friends with. i you. just always talked that yeah, and we all thought like I always thought you were funny and cool, but I'm yeah. sure there were some teachers that 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 made you the bane of their existence. Oh yeah, I got kicked out twice
0: in. Do you remember Mister? I know Lil knows.
1: I know the name. I don't. I don't think I ever had.
0: Him. Um, Lil. I think Lil had him too, but he kicked me out one time for talking. And what he he said, biker take a hike <laughs> and I was like do you want me to like go to the oh No, God. I was being as smart as I was like do you want me to go like go to the office Where he said I don't Just get the heck out of my classroom I said take a hike so then I just like stood outside for a little while and then I just left and went cuz I didn't go he didn't tell did me. To you go ever the get
1: in further trouble did he ever? not for that no it? okay
0: now, here's when I was an asshole. My senior year in oh, band class, yeah. I in jazz bands particularly, I was an asshole. Why? How? Because I thought I was the shit and because I knew I was the best person in like the band. Oh my god. And so I like acted like it, especially yeah. in jazz band, and it was f-ing obnoxious. Like when I think back on that, I'm like you were a f-ing dick yeah. to the
1: team. But just to the director,
0: were. yeah, it's cuz I was like I'm hot shit and so I knew So you got that, kicked like, out of
1: there, is that what you were saying?
0: Oh, a few times, yeah. Give me a story. Uh, I'm trying to think of Which what one makes happened you look first the first time um so one time he i was just like talking when yeah. he was like teaching and i was mr. like playing like yeah and i did not like mr at this time i remember what i was doing i was being an ass about something and he like got really mad at me and i was like whatever and he was like if you're gonna do that then you're not gonna stay in this band and so i packed up my trumpet and i put it away and i left the classroom of my own volition and he you made was him not beg thrilled. for you back yeah, I made him come lick my asshole. Just did kidding. He, I just that what came happened? Back, did, no, like, I just came please, back the next Steven, day. and You're the because... best
1: piece of shit in this entire piece of shit, Jasmine. You guys were good. That's No, yeah. Basically, I just class. came back
0: the next day, and he was like, are we cool? And I was like, I guess. He was like, are we
1: cool? Okay, yeah. so he, you really had him pussy whipped. A little bit, but it's
0: because, like, I don't know. He also took credit for a lot of shit that I did that. Do you remember the variety show that we did
1: senior year? The one that you hosted?
0: Yeah. I I do. I wrote that entire uh, Celebrity Jeopardy skit, and he literally said that he wrote it, and I was like, mm.
1: Really? Yeah. I wrote every single joke. I don't know if I ever got kicked out of a class, but I remember that. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know that I ever got kicked out of a class, but it was always so fun being in one when someone did. Yeah. It was always dramatic, and it was always like, thank God I'm not learning about geometry for a couple seconds. <laughs> you know who kicked me out, like, three times,
0: and it was so funny because, like, he never, like, was really mad at me ever. Huh. He just would send me, Mr. in Econ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was kicking He kicked kind of me asshole. out all the time. Yeah, he always sends me messages on Facebook, and I've never once replied. Gross. Yeah, he always, like, sends me stuff.
1: Were you ever in a situation like Jeff is here, where you get kicked out of a class, but you're like, "Oh, come on, no, I'll, I'll stop. Come on, let me stay." Yeah, I normally got it was
0: probably 50 because if it hurt I ever like tried a little to... bit
1: because you were trying to be a funny guy.
0: Um, not really. I if I ever got kicked out of a class, most of the time I deserved it. Not every time, but some most
1: of the time I deserved it because I was being a disruption. Well, that's big of you to admit. That's good that mm-hmm. you can see that. Yeah, but Jeff's not just getting kicked out for now. He's getting kicked out of the class.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a lot. I've never been like banished from a classroom per
1: se. And there's the Sean Penn interaction where Jeff is kind of like talking down to the teacher as he's kicking him out. Yeah, that was uh, the, a poor move. This guy who isn't craig pelton or ian duncan he's a man who is serious about his teaching obviously
0: and also did 25 years in jail
1: he and 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 i'm sure had to work so hard to get himself Mm -hmm. here he demands respect and within two sentences jeff is undermining him
0: yeah he's like you know you know who that is and i'm like yeah asshole behavior even
1: starburns gets a minute to (laughs) okay
0: let's look there's two dalmatian posters three dalmatian posters
1: yeah, now we're in the dean's office. I do like this bit with the dean, too. I mm-hmm. thought uh, this was funny. Uh, the way that he's talking about there's a monkey in the vent. If I wanted to make a <laughs> monkey hotel. I'd make a banana buffet. That It's delivered really well. And yeah. I like how then the the officer's like, you really thought this one out, didn't you? <laughs> I want to talk about Mel Rodriguez for a second. Yeah. Do you know Mel Rodriguez? Have you I've seen, seen him in, in a lot before? of stuff? Yeah. He is a person who has been kind of this guy that shows up and stuff for a long time, but in the last 5-6 years he's had some roles that have put him more in the front lines of things and he is really really good. He was uh, one of the main characters on The Last Man on Earth, Will Forte's show that I enjoyed quite a bit. Mm. And he also is a main role on a Showtime show that's on right now that stars uh, is it, what's her name? Damn, what's her name? Uh, Mary Jane, Toby Maguire, Mary Jane. Oh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. It's a Showtime show with her set in the 90s that's about uh, pyramid schemes and how they ruin lives. And it's oh, on, on. Becoming cool. a God in Central Florida. And it's really, really good. That's and, cool. And he's in that one too. So it was, it's cool to see him show up in this. You okay? I thought you were about to stand up and walk away. <laughs> Eating some more fries? <laughs> no, my, my
0: leg needed to be straightened momentarily i was kicking my kid they were breathing again
1: the dean oh has look a, at the the pillows the dean has a good line here when he wants the the monkey problem solved and he says spray your solutions all over <laughs> uh and they come up with the idea of pumping the ducks with some kind of gas that knocks out monkeys <laughs> and the dean who's trying so hard to be serious he's like yes that is the type of straight to the point stuff i want this year
0: mm-hmm he talks uh,
1: to this invisible person. What?
0: I, I was looking at the Dalmatian things. It seems like there's the pictures on the walls. There's the pillows. And it looks like there's a little Dalmatian sticker on that black uh, filing cabinet back there.
1: Oh, yeah. Keen eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> he talks to this invisible person named Catherine over the phone. This like, who's the next person? And it's the introduction of Vice Dean Laybourne, played by John Goodman. I think he's terrific in this episode. Who runs the annex of the school, the air conditioning repair annex. I agree that John Goodman's really good in this. Did community need to add this to the show? Here's what I'll say.
0: They wanted to do something where Troy could be his own thing in it yeah and i get that i like that aspect of it well i, I don't think it's a like, little
1: dramatic it's a little big i have trouble with because then this means that this has always been here yeah and i have a little bit of trouble buying that which makes it hard for me to invest in it well you do get a little bit of like the
0: culty feeling from the plumbing episode before right where he's like really guess like just
1: the employee yeah, like, you could be a plumber. You've got a knack for this. Not the students, that's You'd true. you think he would have been like, we've got a school for that here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I will agree with you that John Goodman's really good in this. And it also uh, uh, accentuates how much weight John Goodman has lost since oh my god! this yeah. episode. He's pretty skinny now. Uh, and he just like, in a sillier way, but just like... Uh, Dr. Kane, he's got this demanding, booming, authoritative presence that just cuts down to the core of this show Dean Pelton has been putting on of being this all-put-together guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the dean tries to hold his own against him, but it, it's so clear that, that Laybourne may be the vice dean, but he is the one who wears the pants.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he clearly carries a lot heavier in authority like just presence than dean pelton but 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 you know Pelton's like you know what i'm i'm the dean of the school mm-hmm. i'm gonna put my foot down and 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 say a thing or two you know
1: well the dean says you're an annex i'm the dean you're getting all this money to do shit and i don't have anything to do with it what gives and he says it in a funnier way than that mm-hmm. but like what gives and the uh, the vice dean just treats him like a joke and doesn't give him any answers and says come meet me later and i'll show you what's up <laughs> yeah he said take your head
0: and put it down by my appendage and I'll show you
1: what's up the shit eating grin that John Goodman has is really funny in this you know what I mean the way yeah. that he's like you little nothing of a man <laughs> trying to deal with me I just keep waiting for him to go Sullivan Hard to hear. <laughs> he, are you talking about Monsters Inc yeah he. he I know he's Sully so why would he say Sullivan?
0: No, Dean would say Sullivan. I Sorry, I said him, but I, I should have, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I really like the little laugh-off that they have where <laughs> the Dean does like a, ha, ha, ha. And he, uh, Leiborne, like, okay, ha, ha. And then the Dean does it again. <laughs> and then it makes Leiborne laugh even harder. And the Dean just can't let it go. He has to have the last it's great. laugh. And it's so awkward and intense. And, and when he leaves the face that Dean Pelton has, he's like, oh. <laughs> what was it? Cut back to the C plot. Britta brings in something to Abed and Troy to try to get Abed out of his Cougartown funk by uh, bringing to his attention that Cougar Town is based on a 1990s British sitcom called Cougarton Abbey. It's a really silly little bizarre thing that communities made a, 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 <laughs> a that, like a real life show in communities canon has a british counterpart i think is kind yeah of i thought that was funny and abed watches like 10 seconds of it and it's like a baby getting a new pacifier he's mm-hmm. like this isn't the pacifier that i had before but i suppose but it will i will do. like it yeah he instantly is into it imagine being an actor getting a job to <laughs> be a bit role on community as a person from the british version of Cougartown.
0: <laughs> how, how call, do you think that, that like and
1: be like i made it i got the
0: part <laughs> I'm Deidre. (laughs) I'm going to be on TV tonight. Make
1: sure you stay tuned in. They're like, I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) And Abed goes right into it. I don't know. Abed, it's because Abed's in a funk, but it just doesn't feel like, it's a season premiere and it just doesn't feel like Abed.
0: Yeah, I I kind of agree, but I think that Abed in this episode I still really like. I think that he does a great job.
1: It's just something about this episode. It has a lot that's funny, but it feels a little joyless. It, mm. It's just like a, a darker type of sarcastic than it usually is. And that's I feel true. like it's probably because of Dan Harmon's outlook on what was going on with the show, what was mm. going on in his life. I don't know. It, it, it sticks out to me. In well,
0: fill me in a little bit because I still, you know, I know some of the season four drama with Chevy, but I don't know a whole lot of the stuff that went on with Dan.
1: I don't know anything really specific. I just know that Dan is an alcoholic. He's a workaholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had relationships that that ended during the show. He had tumultuous mm-hmm. relationships with people on set like Chevy and writers. Uh, uh, I know he was a hard guy to work with. And also, his show's probably going to get canceled. Mm-hmm. And the show's his baby. And it just seems like... It seems like this season he's really trying to like stick it to the man. Yeah. Or like bite the hand that feeds. And... Community is such a warm, heart-filled show that Mm -hmm. I don't like that mask on it.
0: Yeah, totally. Even if it's in
1: tune with the creator of it. And not every episode is like this. There are some standout classics in season three, but this one, it stuck out to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. So Jeff comes to the study room, and it's the day after he's been kicked out, and he's still part of the study group, but he's just reading a magazine because he's been kicked out of it. Yeah. He doesn't like that the study group turns on him the same thing that he turned on Pierce, that, you know what, they're just friends. Why do they need to all be together all the time? We can just see you when we see you. And you can just see that it drives Jeff crazy, but he has the dignity to like, okay, I'll leave. We love each other. See you guys later. See you when I see you. And Jeff really is pathetic in this episode. Isn't he? The way that he lingers on the table and like feels the magic leaves as he walks away... And just like Magic, when he leaves, Pierce walks right back (laughs) in. Uh, He got the spot that Jeff gave up in that biology class, so he's part of the group now, and Jeff isn't, which is literally the opposite of what he was trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, everyone cheers when Pierce walks
1: in and says he's in the class. Later at lunch, Jeff is the first one there. Maybe biology is the class before lunch for all of them, before they all meet up or something. So Jeff is there before everybody else is there, and that's when Leonard... Calls him out and calls him Sir Eats Alone. <laughs> is prescription socks a thing? I know you can get doctor socks that are like diabetes socks, um, but is is a, will a doctor give you a prescription for uh, 37 cc's of <laughs> of wool-free socks?
0: I don't think so. Because I, so I was thinking of diabetes socks when he said that too, but then I was like, wait, I guess you don't need a prescription for those. You can just buy them.
1: All you have to have is diabetes. Mm-hmm. The group all comes to lunch, and, and they file in the, the booth with Jeff, and it's just like Jeff is kind of out of the loop of what's going on with the study group because of the jokes that they're making in class and in study group to the point that he was eavesdropping on the study group. That's yeah. pretty low for Jeff.
0: I know. What I'm thinking is that this is right after you know he left the study room and they were all in there doing that. He probably like hung out right outside and to wait for them to say, oh, we
1: sure missed Jeff, and then he'd walk in, but then it never happened. They're just all uh, really laughing with each other. Even Pierce is a part of the fun that the mm-hmm. group's having. That little shot of Pierce where he was laughing just there, that's one of the times that I felt like mm. a shot of Chevy was, was really inserted in. Uh, Abed brings a laptop with him, and he's watching Cougarton Abbey intently. Uh, and yeah, it's revealed that Jeff was was eavesdropping on them and he kind of gives them shit for goofing off instead of studying, but he is just pathetic. It's because he was left out of it and he, he's feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> he tries to insert himself into the inside joke that the rest of them have, have set up while he was gone and they hate on him for it. Operation Dumbo Drop, they don't like it. They did not like that one. Green Mile, however, was good. Operation Dumbo Drop is a good one. Mm. you don't like that one uh, not as much as green mile <laughs> jeff leaves off in in a in a kind of a dramatic like fit of like screw you guys but nobody really cares that much troy raises the glass <laughs> to him uh shirley says oh jeffrey but they kind of they're all friends now they don't really feel the need that there's some type of mystic yeah they don't uh, need to go back and get between him. them. yeah yeah and this is a really funny moment, the highlight of the C plot for me where Abed <laughs> uh, realizes that the episode of Cougar Abbey, the sixth one that he's on, is the last episode because they – what? They find out that they're losing the place where they all live, so yeah. they all decide to kill themselves, and that's yes. the end of the show. And that breaks Abed even more – Because Abed, uh, I don't know, uh, if you want to look for a deeper meaning in this a little bit, you know, he needs some stability. He needs some, like, Mm -hmm. television comfort food that he can go back to, and there's always some more of it. And that's what he was looking for, and it very much wasn't that.
0: No. And especially because it it all happened so quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah and it was britta being the worst that she recommended <laughs> it knowing that thinking it would be better closure for abed because it's it's over and done but nope i love the scream that abed does but again it's it's cartoony it is it's not very human that's true it's funny sure it's surface level funny but the characters are becoming a little cartoony, a couple of them, in this episode for mm-hmm. me. I do like the look that Pierce gives Troy and Abed. Troy's like really trying to help it. He's like, we'll get you a new show, buddy. Come on, snap out of it. And 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 Pierce looks at them like, are you guys serious? Is this really, <laughs> what, is this really a big deal? And then we get the bit that you said that you like where Troy mm-hmm. really lists off a bunch of things at <laughs> Brita that he doesn't like about her. I have to imagine at least a couple of them were thrown into oh, I'm Donald sure. as ad-libs. Meanwhile, in the hallway, the security <laughs> guards are getting ready to blast the vents with monkey gas, and it was chimpanzees. I was right. Nice. Jeff is walking through the hallways alone, lonely, and he's now uh, he's he's brought down to the level of the likes of Chang, where he just wanders the halls with Chang during classes. And, and Chang kind of tries to give him a, a pep talk and kind of tries to welcome him into his world. And it's another little funny bit with Ken. He doesn't get a lot to do in this episode. But you can tell that he – all of the lines that he had in this episode, he thought about how he could do them the best really hard.
0: Yeah, he did. And I think each one at least got some sort of chuckle out of me.
1: <laughs> Even to the point where instead of shushing Jeff, he puts his finger up his nose. Yeah, that's I think really just funny. like Joel in this episode, I think Joel also is one of the actors on this show who is like – how can I make each of these lines the absolute best mm-hmm. that they can be? And having them against each other in this scene is is funny, even if it's just for a second. The way that Chang just effortlessly slides in. I like how whenever he goes into the vent, they make sure that it looks like he's sliding in. Yeah, like, like, like he's no control up. of his own. Mm-hmm. And Jeff sees himself in Chang. He's been seeing himself as lesser than than Pierce, so he's got to get back in the class. He's got to get yeah. back to his his level of authority in the group. It's it's a conflict that we've seen in the show before. How Jeff needs to be the the center of attention all the time, but they definitely are doing it in a different way this episode.
0: Oh wait, Zach! Uh, yeah. Before this next scene, I just got word from our producers that we have to make our ad read. Okay. Um have you gotten it, news know, of, of who our sponsor is this week cuz it's a good one.
1: Okay, well I'll just you you go ahead and I'll I'll just try to do my best to to yes and Okay. Um all
0: right. So we want to thank our first sponsor of season 3. Um that would be the one and only. I've got a bottle right behind me. Newman's Vent Grease. Do you have to slide around in some vents but you get kind of sticky when you get hot cuz it's time for the heat to be on newman's vent grease grease it on up and you'll slide right in like a hot dog down a
1: hungry man's throat newman's Newman's vent grease grease, the only vent grease that doubles as a delicious lemon poppy seed vinaigrette
0: (laughs) newman's vent grease you have to sneak through your house to get to a dinner table boy do we have a one-stop shop bottle for you Newman's Need more,
1: vent more Newman's Vint Grease in your life. Try out the new specialty flavor of our our brand cousin Actrivia. Newman's own vent grease flavor. Actrivia. Alright. <laughs> uh now we're back in with the Dean and the Vice Dean. Uh and and I know that this is a scene from this episode that everyone loves so much because of the the brilliant line reading mm-hmm. from John Goodman as he as he really just tears a new one yeah. into Dean Pelton. But there's just something about this storyline that I, 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 I can't make myself care about it.
0: Really? See, I, I liked this. I think maybe John Goodman just was
1: so good in it that I did John didn't Goodman care. is great in it. But maybe there's even part of it is I think so much into stuff like this that I'm like, oh, it's John Goodman, so he's obviously not going to be a character that shows up all the time. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just woke up on the wrong side of, of my cot today.
0: Maybe you did. I th- I think the foot of my bed is very comfy, and I wish you'd come back.
1: <laughs> Describing the dean as a pansexual imp is one of the best descri- descriptions of <laughs> what the what the dean truly is. Well, and it's like one of the
0: only one. ones that he doesn't
1: refute. I also like how Leiborn's, uh You're right. He doesn't, does he? Mm-mm. usually he's like no that's not what i am he just yeah. laborn's cut into him i i feel like since their last meeting together laborn has been like writing himself this dramatic <laughs> speech because it's really poetic and artful
0: it is i like how he keeps making very like
1: S- sexual references yeah
0: it's very tobias-esque but if tobias were like
1: the top I forgot everything you said before rectum. There's <laughs> definitely a, a a connective tissue between Tobias Fünke and Dean Craig Pelton.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. I blew it's funny. Myself.
1: One thing that's funny about this is the dean being presented with. You know, just like how we didn't know about any of this, so it feels weird. The dean who's running the school also, <laughs> also? kind of didn't really know about any of this. And that tracks for Dean Pelton yeah, really it does. well. Laybourne's brought in some lawyers and a barber to get rid of the dean's awful goatee. Aww. And they're going to talk about a new arrangement as if maybe Laybourne is trying to take over the school from the dean. We get a cut to Jeff uh, walking into the office of Dr. Kane and and trying to get back into his class. Uh, and, and I like the little little heart to heart that they have here. It's not really heart to heart, but I like the the two men getting around the same age, probably getting getting mm-hmm. their conflict out at each other. But it's kind of undersold by the discovery that Jeff makes of the photo of what he thinks is Pierce and Kane. Yeah. And I like the way that they shoot it. Uh, also, also Jeff, he isn't willing to accept that that Kane doesn't like him and that he isn't good enough for this class. Kane tells him that he still can't come back. Yeah. And, and he's just looking for a reason why this would be happening other than that Jeff was a total douche in the middle of the <laughs> class and was disrespectful. So he sees the picture that he thinks is of Pierce and Kane, but it's not. And the way that it's shot – they kind of make it so you can't see the other guy's face, but if you know to look, that it's not Kane. It's yeah, it absolutely a is not him. Man, an older yeah. <laughs> man. And I like then he takes the photo, gasps at it, holds it up, and is like, "Busted!"
0: And like he's Candace <laughs> from Phineas and Verb. <laughs>
1: and, he, and Kane is just like, "What the? What are you talking about?" He doesn't say anything. And Jeff full on sprints uh and i like again he he runs into chang in the hallway chang who is unexplainedly carrying a ham yeah uh they, they don't they don't even say anything <laughs> not about at it. all do you think they have him keep running into chang because jeff is doing crazy chang type stuff
0: i think so because they're the only ones that are out just roaming the halls it's like right a look now in the
1: mirror the ones like pulling all kinds of weird strings in between classes at green yeah and <laughs> even uh, chang is confused by the picture he explains his crazy plan to Chang, but Chang just steals it because he thinks maybe if it's Jeff's ticket into the group, it can be his ticket into the group yeah. too for some reason. Jeff chases after him, and this <laughs> Chang literally <laughs> throws a ham at Jeff that doesn't hit him, but he falls onto the floor. You
0: know, he was ducking, he was using the action movie skills to dodge.
1: And they follow each other into the vent. As at a separate vent, they begin the process of monkey gas. I'd like to
0: point out uh, a little continuity error here. Let's hear it. Uh, They need to cover all the vents. That's what they were doing earlier to shoot the gas through. But Chang and Jeff just ran into a vent that wasn't covered.
1: Let's also think about this. Later on in the episode, they fall through the ceiling. Yeah, these vents are at floor level. So Uh, yes. (laughs) And all of the vents that we see are typically floor level. Newman's
0: vent grease. Do you want to defy gravity? Well, do we have the grease that Never won't bring you down? the human down. body
1: had, had the willpower to upscale, climb <laughs> in vents without hurting themselves. <laughs> and if these gentlemen had used Newman's own vent grease instead mm-hmm. of instead of big third party grease, they would have they would have stayed. They wouldn't have fallen through the vent later. Thanks, Newman's own. They sent us a hundred million gallons of ranch as as payment for our for our uh, for our sponsorship. They haven't sent us money. We haven't found any sponsors that have given us money yet.
0: No, I probably shouldn't have put like at the bottom of our email, we'll be paid in gum. Put Try that the as my layers, signature. Though. Trident layers are delicious.
1: Jeff has gone so far to the point that he's wrestling with a crazy man in a vent about to be gassed. Chang knows immediately what's going on <laughs> when, when Jeff realizes something's going on. He 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 screams monkey gas. And there's a pretty cool shot of the gas taking yeah. over the, the vent. I think they did that pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it begins a little trip sequence. Jeff trips off of this monkey gas. What do you think of Jeff's white room vision here?
0: I thought this was really well done. I thought it was incredibly well acted by... Sh-
1: it shot really well, too. Yeah. Uh, I like it. reminds how me... they did this set, too. Do you think well, they just do you corrected remember? And, and
0: Oh, edited? I don't know. That might be it. Do I remember what? Um, There's an episode of Monk I haven't seen where... that much of Monk. Ah, well, there's an episode where the uh, whole city, like, the trash uh, sanitation department, like, basically yeah. on strike or something, so there's all this trash... Alice Cooper's in it for some reason. But okay. in it Monk who is OCD germaphobe, they put him in like a white like clean room okay. and he kind of like cuz he was losing his mind a little bit, kind of like Jeff in this episode. Yeah. And so he gets in that room to kind of center himself and not be crazy anymore. But it's kind of this is the peak of Jeff. This is kind of the opposite. He's not yeah. in this
1: room to to chill out. He's in this room because he's tripping on monkey gas and his yeah. brain needs to go some places. Uh this is really it, it feels. I don't really get what the symbolism is in Jeff eating his phone. Is it because, just because the that's the only thing he gets no the his, professor
0: when he walked in there said that you know if he wanted to be in the class give him his phone and Jeff's like oh do you want to bribe and he's like no you just can't he basically said that that cell phone is your jail cell nothing else can get in that's not so bad why is he eating you. it because he's taking ownership of it he's he's feasting upon it that's what gives him but I saw life, it more Zach. as
1: a vision of like the version of Jeff that's bad. Like it is that bad.
0: He, he's not taking good ownership over. It. He's like that is I. That's the wrong phrase. He's he's like he's surviving off of it.
1: Okay, and then he sees himself as Pierce. Is mm-hmm. it because he he's beginning to to okay, I, he sees himself as Pierce? And I think it's because this episode has been likening him to Pierce and how maybe mm-hmm. he's as bad if not worse than Pierce. And then he looks over and sees an older Pierce, which I thought they did a great job of the makeup yeah, on did. Chevy to make him look older. And I'm sure Chevy hated having to do this scene of him yep. like in a deathbed. But what's it? What's going on here? Is it that Jeff is seeing what might happen to Pierce and what might happen no, to him I think if he's he seeing ends up alone?
0: Yeah, I think he's seeing himself dying alone like Pierce. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you were saying, does he see this happening to Not Pierce? Not just well, Pierce. Guess, he yeah. sees himself in it too, mm-hmm. but...
1: It's interesting. I don't think Community has ever done anything like this. It feels, I don't know. It, it reminds me of something that in itself is probably a reference to other stuff. But the desert scenes in Scott Pilgrim versus the World, mm-hmm. where it's like alone, you're not yeah. alone. You know, it kind of reminds me of that. And then at his deathbed, he sees the table. Is that like his life flashing before his eyes, or him trying to reach back to the table? And then it's Jeff in the bed and not Pierce. There's a lot. Of imagery going on <laughs> there is, and is i'm certainly. not sure what it all means yeah back in the study room uh, uh abed is just gone he's like catatonic and annie is chapsticking him trying to bring him back <laughs> and i guess abed having a thing with chapstick uh, is something that happens and came out of danny always uh reapplying chapstick like being obsessed with oh really with that's chapstick. funny pierce how's he different from the way he usually is and you surely, know Pierce is closing this episode him. too,
0: he's not wearing the old man Weird vest. He's wearing, like, a nice button-down. You're right. Chevy's looking good in this episode. I like, he's, disagree. He's new Pierce.
1: Bruta gets to save the day in the C plot. This is kind of the end of it. We're introduced to Inspector Spacetime, a, a very obvious and not very creative uh, Doctor Who uh, parody. <laughs> and it's something that Britta's able to fix the situation. So even though she's been the worst, she kind of gets a moment. To, mm-hmm. Even though it's a super low-stakes situation, I guess, other Yeah. than Abed being catatonic. Uh, She gets to fix it by giving him this episode, this show that has thousands of episodes, probably, just like Doctor Who. Now, Lil's a Doctor Who fan. Uh, Not really to this day, but I know Lil has a lot more experience in it than Mm -hmm. I do. I tried to get into it, but it's one of those things where there is a beginning to it, but not really. It's almost hard to know where to start if you're not already into it. I believe it. Whereas if you're a kid and it's like kind of handed down to you, it doesn't really matter, probably. Mm hmm. Troy, it's like Dragon
0: Ball Z, you know. Do you start with Dragon Ball? Do you start with Dragon Ball Z? Do you even watch GT? Do you just watch Cox?
1: It's a truncated version. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, like that? just what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought so. Troy barges in and and tears down Britta again. The first one was funny. This one feels like okay, you're doing it a little too much. When the thing about like the Ruiner's Club.
0: I like the Ruiner's Club joke.
1: Cool. <laughs> You're off the podcast. I I only need guest <laughs> men on my podcast. I I only want people that agree with me. Uh. but Abba instantly falls in love with Inspector Space Time. It's it's cheesy and weird and and and, and it's something that Abba just uh, immediately falls in love with. And I've had that feeling with shows before and. Mm -hmm. I get how now this could keep him busy for a very, very long time. Yeah. The group's having a nice moment, and that brings in Jeff, who is not having a nice moment. He's upset that they're having fun without him. He's still a little tripped out from monkey gas, and he's covered in drywall. Uh, He looks really upset. Troy says he looks 70, which I'm sure he (laughs) doesn't like to hear. He literally looks like Pierce now. Yeah. Uh, Annie tries to kind of dissuade the situation. Uh, Jeff calls her boobs, says can it boobs. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. No. He tries to expose Pierce for what he's done, that he got him kicked out of the class, that he that he bribed the the teacher, and he shows the picture, which is not of Kane, and, and Pierce <laughs> tells the real explanation for it, and it makes Jeff look just as bad and pretty racist. Yeah. It does. I really like, though, in that picture... Uh, Pierce's fake hair, Chevy's trying fantastic. to look younger, is pretty funny, and Jeff is like foaming at the mouth practically, trying to explain this away from himself, and, and really just looking awful, looking pathetic. This it's is not the lowest great we've ever Jeff. seen Jeff, isn't yeah. And I think, I think this think it's season close. has a couple moments like that, where Jeff really hits some rock bottoms.
0: Mm-hmm. I Maybe
1: think this that's... is on
0: par with him living in his car and saving his faucets.
1: But I think here is like uh, Matt in our interview with him talked about how Dan writes himself into Abed and Jeff a lot. Mm -hmm. I could see how this is some of the like mental health stuff that maybe Dan was going through with his relationship with his phone uh, and getting older and and feeling alone. And I I feel like he wrote that into it. And I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's, it's, It's layered for this sitcom. Pierce brings up the table being magic again And that really sets off Jeff And we get one of the most iconic moments In the episode where then mm-hmm. Jeff Leaves the room for a second Well no he's, he gives the line delivery That I like so much I become <laughs> agitated uh, We'll talk about this later I'm sorry I apologize Walks away calmly but crazily And then comes right back with an axe A couple seconds later and starts Hacking into the table uh, uh, Saying that it should die I'm gonna <laughs> kill the one thing you love what do you think of this? It's a lot. It's too much. Yeah, probably.
0: I didn't hate it too much. I think especially um, it gets made a little less uncomfortable when the Dean comes in just because. I love that, the like, Dean's bit here in a second. Yeah. But I think that Jeff is doing a lot. I think that Joel does a great job with it.
1: Sure. That's not anything that I have a problem with at all. It's yeah. just a lot. It's very over the top. Mm -hmm. The Dean comes in I love the Dean's line here I just came by to tell everyone This year isn't going to be that different With the notable exception We really won't have any money Have a nice night This is a meta line that I liked Because he says Things aren't going to be that different this year With the notable exception We won't really have any money (laughs) And I feel like that's community the show yeah uh, totally. things are gonna be just as crazy we're not gonna have that much money because nobody really believes in our show at this point this mm-hmm. begins community very rarely ever going outside anymore yeah uh, and I think that's a meta commentary line that works a lot better for me that one works a lot better for me than the stuff in the in the song in the beginning mm-hmm. and the, the Jeff calls the Dean crazy after it's still covered in all this soot and just having yeah. axe the table. Uh, after the commercial break, we get the last scene with the dean. I thought this was really funny. He tells all of the security guards that he hasn't been able to uh, pay them for two weeks Yeah, to make up for it. He's giving them class vouchers. Two of them just leave, but uh, Sergeant, what do we say his name is, Nunez, mm-hmm. Sergeant Nunez, uh, he takes it because he needs his scuba certification. It's a funny little bit. And it sets up a really nice thing of uh, what's about to happen with the security guard situation. Yeah, it does. I also thought after the security guards leave, the vent, even though it doesn't really make sense that they're above the ceiling, the vent falls down from the ceiling and reveals Jeff and Chang inside it. I think the way that they shot this was really, really good.
0: Yeah, it was great. Chang dropping down from the ceiling. Like, that looks legit, especially the way they, like, did the outside of the vent with the insulation and stuff. Yeah,
1: and the way that it cut to them coming out of it, it looks like a fluid movement. It doesn't look like a Is Jeff there with me? I think it's just Chang. Oh, you're right. It's just Chang. Sorry. And I, of course it is because Jeff's already out. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that Chang, like his eyes are all puffy and he looks like shit, but clearly he can handle his monkey gas a lot. than Jeff can. It's true. He has no home and no job. The Dean's not even that worried about the school crumbling (laughs) like this. He's just hearing that Chang will work for for room and board, setting up the reveal at the very end of the episode very, very well. Mm Mm-hmm. And now all we really need for this episode to send it all home is that Jeff needs to kind of come to his senses and and give a winger speech.
0: Yeah, Jeff looks like that kid from that news interview where he's, like, got the paint over his face. Is that the I Like Turtles kid? I Like Turtles, turtles. yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Annie says to Jeff that, hey, Jeff, what you did, it's going to be hard to get past that. And then they brush over it pretty easily in the rest of this episode. I do feel Mm. like it'd be hard to just brush past whatever Jeff did in this episode. Oh, yeah. I feel like you don't look at that guy the same way after this, and I don't think this is something that's really referenced after this in the show.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Annie even asks him not to be to be friends anymore, and what saves it is uh, what's the term? Pierce becomes a uh, martyr. No, no, uh, scapegoat. Like, kind of. There's a, a, a that's not the word I was looking for, but yeah, kind of a scapegoat where. It's just a really contrived plot thing to make all of this go away, mm-hmm. so he Deus ex machina that's what I was thinking of, really? yeah, nice. not heard that one before?
0: I have just i always thought it was uh that movie with the ex
1: machina yeah, uh, Pierce takes the blame. He says that what Jeff says was right and that he did uh, bribe Kane into uh, kicking Jeff out because Jeff is so likable and he wanted to be in. And it makes them all mad at Pierce and completely forget about Jeff. That's Mm -hmm. why it doesn't work for me. I feel like they should still be kind of mad at Jeff. Yeah. Shirley says, well, now Pierce is the craziest person in the room. And he still kind of isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still Jeff, definitely, I think. (laughs) So, again, they vote Pierce out, but Jeff now is able to have a little bit of a moment of reconciliation. He sees that Pierce is able to do nice things and that he is able to do awful things. So now we get the winger speech to bring us home. Uh, Pierce isn't crazy. The table is magic. And he gives a speech that's really just a way that, like, of course they're crazy, but they need something else to explain Mm -hmm. their craziness off of. And he basically, in an abstract way, tells the group that he really needs them, and he's learned that through being excluded from them and because of that, they shouldn't exclude Pierce from it too because he knows what it's like to be excluded from them and it's hard uh, <laughs> this is one of, of Jeff's more abstract speeches that he's given yeah. so far. I like maybe the troy line
0: where Jeff talks about you know growing legs and leaving the tide pool and their seagulls of separation and the sands of time or whatever and troy's like i really need to go to biology
1: (laughs) and i did really like even though i had some issues with this episode this ending i really like this little moment between pierce and jeff here pierce says you have a harder time being the bad guy than i do which is a big thing for pierce to notice and Mm -hmm. see and to kind of come to terms with that in a way that he needs to be the the scapegoat of the group but Jeff is also able to admit, you're right, Pierce. I do feel that way. I thought yeah. that was a nice human moment between the two of them that don't have human moments like this that often. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeff realizes that this issue that he has with it kind of makes him not the best person either. Yeah.
0: And Pierce but, says they're one and the same and they kind of are because as soon as Jeff yeah. is not in the group every time, Pierce becomes the main guy. So as much as a good point. it seems it's like Pierce Troy isn't or, right behind. Yeah. One of the it girls. It's
1: usually Pierce. But, Jeff, please don't. It totally kills anything real that was happening there. Yeah. And somehow, some way, the episode pans out on the group getting along. And it feels like they really rushed to it. Because mm-hmm. how can they all sit around and joke around <laughs> about it like this after Jeff came in with a weapon of murder and axed their table five yeah. minutes ago?
0: Starburns goes to Professor Kane with, and is, like, trying to have a Breaking Bad thing between them and he has this plant that he gives him that I don't know if it's supposed to be a weed plant but also the plants going through Jeff's phone so no, Jeff I gave think, Starburns I the don't think I don't
1: think Starburns gave the plant I think these things just coincide with each other I think Starburns is talking to him while this happens I think the plant was just on his desk
0: Oh it, like it was
1: set on his desk I don't think So Starburns I was Andy
0: seeing, was seeing Starburns gave him the plant I No think.
1: I think he's just doing the breaking bad thing I could be wrong but that's the way I saw it Okay. I disagree with you, Steven. Who's surprised? Sorry, Starface, you just lost your seat in my class. He sees <laughs> the that, that Starface is, is not a guy worthy of his class, and Jeff might be because he's learned something. I don't I don't I don't know. It's a little mm-hmm. abstract, but this episode is a little abstract, so it's not yeah. the worst way to end it. Is that how the episode ends? Yes it is. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. And the end tag this week is a continuation of the episode. We don't get that mm-hmm. very often. They've patched up the desk with like some caulk or something. I don't really like this. I wish they would have either replaced the desk or made the damage on the desk a like steady part yeah. of the show. Again, it just feels like they're trying to clean up that any of this ever happened mm-hmm. before it's even over. It's true. It's an interesting, messy season premiere, I think. We do get a big announcement, a couple of big announcements at the end of this episode that become constants of the rest of the season Mm -hmm. and the rest of the show. Britta announces that because of helping Abed find a TV show, she wants (laughs) to get into psychology. She wants to be a therapist. And the way that immediately everyone just kind of laughs at that is is pretty funny. Everyone's reaction is great. Britta, again, it's another joke, though, that community kind of drives past its they funny do. point. But the way they do it here works really well, and it's honest and funny, and it, it made me laugh. And then the reveal of Chang is the security guard is really, really funny. Yeah. He walks in with his, like, what's, what's the stick called?
0: A nightstick or a baton.
1: Yeah, a nightstick, and, and he's all decked out. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> But boom, points out, and then he leaves. And Jeff says, "Oh, interesting. So this is the year we all die." Uh, so they did a couple things here to to bring up what's going to be continuing through the season. But doesn't it feel like they've just tried to put a whole blanket over what happened in this episode immediately?
0: Yeah, they do kind
1: of wrap it all up at the end. Pretty. And Jeff learned his yeah. lesson, so none of the shitty stuff he did really matters. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. I do like the reveal of Chang as a security guard. I think that's really funny. It yeah. leads to him doing the dictator thing, which I don't like very much. But as long as they keep it in security guard territory, I it's do funny. think it's pretty funny. And that's the end of the episode. It is. If you had to, what would you give this episode as like a letter grade? B-minus. I think I agree with you. It's a messy episode that yeah. has its strengths. It's shot exceptionally well. Uh, the the performances are really great. And the writing is, is sharp. It just feels like the construction of the episode it, it leaves mm-hmm. something to, to, I don't know, it's a season premiere and I was ready for a big bombastic season premiere. And yeah. it kind of was, but not exactly in the right ways. But that being said, did you come up with your first MVP of season three? It's a little bit of a struggle to reach for one. I for did.
0: Me. I, uh, so I have two honorable mentions. The okay. Vice Dean, I think he was great. Sure. Abed, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I think a little more than you did the whole yeah. thing. But my MVP, I, I had to go with Jeff. Not because I think that Jeff is a great guy, but I think he gives the most valuable performance in this episode
1: that's true and if you look at the MVP that way you've got to give it to mm-hmm. him uh, I'm not going to because I can't give the MVP I think he's not likable in this episode I think yeah. none of the characters are none, not all of them are like uh, nefarious like Jeff is but none of them are overtly likable in this episode so I had to stretch for it I can't give it to Jeff because I don't think he's likable so mm-hmm. I gave it to the character that made a small but mighty impression on me in this episode and I it's a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to give it to Doctor Kane. I really I think that's like, fair, Yeah, I really like the. It is a reach, but I'll I'll allow it. Yeah, I really like the demeanor that he brings to the show and the levity that he brings to the show. The 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 show will continue to do with characters like Hickey and mm-hmm. and Frankie and it's kind of the first version of that and it works really well. It's really subtle and I think the actor does a really good job, Michael K. Yeah. Williams. But that's where we end off this episode. It was a journey, wasn't it? It was. I
0: I liked it. I still stand by that it's probably a B minus, but I think there are a lot of really good moments in it and I'm excited to get into this season. I think this sets the tone for what a weird season it is at yeah, times. Yeah, weird season,
1: and it's kind of a tepid premiere. I think it undersells how the heights of the season will be, Certainly. but there are a couple of things that kind of feel in tune with this throughout it, and I am. I'm looking forward to picking it apart. I think throughout the rest of the series, it's going to be almost more fun to pick out the stuff that we have differing opinions on. Yeah, and I think now is when we will two.
0: start to have different opinions because before it was pretty like okay this is a really good episode this is an okay episode but now this is where it starts to get a little divisive especially you know
1: as we get into this season into the next one yeah so we made this episode a little bit of a longer one i guess for you guys you little piggies we 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 really had a lot to say about this one and it was fun we did Uh, so let's do what we got to do and get out of here i want to tell you guys the next week we'll be back to talk about geography uh, is that what it's called geography of global conflict there's a the, geography somewhere, I'm sure. Is that, the, is that the actual title? Is that right? Yeah, Geography of Global Conflict. It's the Model UN episode. It's the Garrett Crisis Alert episode. That's going to be a really fun one to dive into. So send in your trivia, your episode MVP, and your favorite funny moment to Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you like what we do here, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. We do You Can't disappear. Show live at twelve thirty Eastern every Thursday afternoon. Uh, we do that live. It's always a lot of fun. It's an extra way to hang out with us and interact with us. We've got side podcasts that we're always working on over there and it helps keep this show going. Steven, where can the people find us for the first time in season three?
0: All right. Well I'm gonna nail it. They can find us on Twitter over at You Can't Pod. Um, We're also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast, and we are on YouTube and Facebook under our entire name of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast.
1: Great. We really appreciate you guys listening to us and hanging out with us and going through community with us. We had some discourse about this episode, so we'd love to hear on the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram what you thought of this episode, if you disagree with us or if you agree with us. Uh, do you think this is a... Especially, do you think this is better than the Season 2 premiere? Do you think it's a good entry? Let us know. I'd yeah. be interested to see people's takes on it. And that's us for this week. From Inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter... Uh, what else? Uh, if you're gonna... If you're gonna if you're gonna uh put monkey gas in your system make sure that you really are careful with your dosage because it can be an enlightening and beautiful trip but you don't want to take it too far it'll be scary
0: yeah and thanks again to our sponsor today newman's own vent grease yes
1: thanks newman (laughs) and your own (laughs) from inside the dreamatorium all that (laughs) other shit i'm zach i'm steven and we'll see you next week we love you
0: season three we're gonna
1: fly to school each morning we're gonna smile the entire time
0: we're gonna be more happy we're gonna finally be fine we're gonna get more calm and normal we're gonna fix our state of mind